welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU 352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton. We've became fast friends of our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the time. So we decided one day to record it. Today, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, Radio Drama, Part 1. Good lord, that's a title. Uh, Peyton, how are you doing today? I'm doing perfect. So what are we doing up, Gavin? Are we talking about, are we talking uh, uh, I... imperial accents today? <laughs> I've heard my friend, my friend Michael's done imperial accent with me all morning at Publix. Hello, soldier. Hello, Lord Vader. Blah, blah, blah. Get back to your station. Roger, roger. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we almost have 50 uh, views on, 50 downloads on that first episode, actually. Oh, we do. Yeah, I just Did checked we? it today. And I checked last week. We have 241 uh, downloads total yep. as of last Thursday. Unless I'm mistaken. We're at uh, 245 as of today. Oh, child. We're getting an average um, of like five listens a day on Dang. random episodes like whomever's listening like they're not listening to it in order and i'm kind of okay with that yeah but the bad bats wouldn't they want to listen to bad bats in order uh it looks like those are the least famous of ours but now we're oh. n- now we're into the why. uh behind the curtain uh so um other than your feet hurting uh, is there anything else going on my brother's birthday was on saturday well, actually, it was a week ago, but we celebrated this Saturday, and I got him. My sister and I went in together. We bought him a tent uh, because so this Thanksgiving, as we've done countless times, we are going to the Everglades. Uh, my aunt and uncle have a piece of property down there, and apparently this year, everybody, well, almost everybody in like immediately. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to call it. Cousins, whatever. Everybody on my on my dad's side is technically going, except for one person. And we are having most likely to pitch tents, which we have not done so since I was a wee lad. Because not only do we have my parents, myself, and their dog coming, then Drake and. His wife, Allie, and their dog are coming. Riley, obviously. Taylor, my eldest brother, and his friend, Elo, are coming. Cool. So, yeah, that's you know, that's a bigger group than normal. And then I have a couple cousins that are bringing their boyfriends or fiancés or... Fiancés. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Yeah. So it's gonna be a big hullabaloo. That's is awesome. That even a word? Is that even a word? Hullabaloo. Uh, that's uh, it is, but it's not southern. It, no, it ain't. <laughs> I don't know what it's from. <laughs> I've been listening to a uh, to a spooky podcast called "Old Gods of Appalachia," and I'm telling Ooh. you right now, my wife is <laughs> so mad at me because. I, <laughs> I listen to this Appalachian podcast for a couple hours a day while I'm working on that Instacart. I can't stop sounding like this all day. <laughs> listen, I mean, I don't know how people haven't gotten annoyed with myself or my dad because we always go into different Scottish accents or Irish accents or 
I don't know. We've done everything, even the company accident, Governor. So, you know, we we tend to annoy people a lot. They may not say it to our faces, but I can tell they can, they can get annoyed. <laughs> um, people especially get annoyed when, when I do my Mickey voice. The mouse watches. I mean, not all. everyone gets annoyed, but my sister gets annoyed. Well, she used to get annoyed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Birthday was good. Uh, my brother, he brought, for some reason, he decided to bring me this book, even though it wasn't my birthday, it was his birthday. And it's like a big, huge, old book from an antique store. And it's, yeah, a bunch of interesting like art in it from like Disney movies and Disney rides. It's like a historical book on Magic Kingdom, I think. Cool. It's going for like a big bunch of money on eBay. Um, but yeah. And then my parents and I went and saw a play yesterday. Um, we saw the Hunchback from Notre Dame. So that was a pretty cool thing to see. Oh, I love the stage version. <laughs> yeah. Hellfire is um, one of the best things that I think it's Alan Cummings that mm-hmm. uh, that wrote well, that Well, we saw... I mean, we didn't see like an official. I mean, I guess it was official because I get. I mean, but it was done like um, it was actually done by the high schoolers here in our town. Oh, cool! And the community theater. I guess since uh, the show was off Broadway, they can do it. It was phenomenal. Um, it's interesting that they took some of the, the Disney stuff and they mixed it in with like the real version. Or the book version, they did. Uh, at least that's the way they did it in the uh, in the Broadway version. Yeah, I figured that much. Um, but yeah, and then you, anything big happen? Uh, we're doing okay for now. Um, we are. Uh, we finally ponied up and uh, bought ourselves new phones. Because uh, we, we needed it. Yeah. Uh, I Ooh, haven't had it. Get? Mine, uh, we both got the Google Pixel 5a. Because mm-hmm. um, it's got a really good camera. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's the best camera under for under $500. So we were mm-hmm. like, yeah. And the other thing is that like, like the last phone that I have, like the phone that I'm using right now is an iPhone 8. Mm-hmm. So like, it is old. And uh, mine, my iPhone is so old, it still has the button on the bottom. Oh, listen, dude. I went from a 5 to a 10. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it from you, bro. That's some good that, stuff, though. I would hear your clanking. <laughs> uh, Melissa is coming from a Google, uh, a Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we're we're happy about because it was mm-hmm. a it is a good phone, but AT and T screwed us over. Um, yeah, no, beca- yeah, because we bought it mm-hmm. online. They were like, mm-hmm. "Oh well, since you bought it online, it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's over, mm-hmm. it's from the overseas, and so we can't do it. Oh, we can't upgrade it. Yep, you have to. We have to buy a whole new phone from them, and we're like, "Well, we're not gonna. We're gonna buy a phone from Google. Why do you like that?" Mm-hmm. So are you, have you, um, when are you going to transfer all your stuff over? 
Um, I have already done a lot of it um, because it's already because uh, it's on Google. Um, I just have to like wait for Verizon to authenticate all of my data. Okay, okay. perfecto. All right. Um, I believe that's it for housekeeping. Uh, I got some news, not a lot of news, but some news. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Frax found me. Um, the first three months of the Galactic Star Cruiser have been booked. No surprise there. Um, personally, I'm surprised they even booked up that fast. I guess, you know what, maybe I'm not surprised because you know what that means? If you book, if things are booked up really quickly in the beginning, then it's going to slow down. Um, I can't wait to hear reports from people that have gone and I want to know if this $1,200 per night is going to be worth it. Um, congratulations to anyone who's a D23 fan, though, because there is a sweepstakes for D23 members that if they win, they can get a grand prize of a three-night stay at Walt Disney World, two nights at the Galactic Star Cruiser, and a night at a regular hotel, all before the opening date of March 1st. Cool. So they get to go experience it early. I wish they did this for annual pass holders. I don't know why they don't do it. I guess we're, I guess we're mortal. Cause we didn't we're pay. Com- we didn't offer our firstborn. It's fine. No. Yeah. We didn't offer, we didn't offer a hostage. We are commoners. Um, for Disney plus day, there is an experience offered in the My Disney Experience app, it's like a Mandalorian Baby Grogu alternate reality thingy. I don't really know how to describe it. Uh, there's, a, there's a link to it on our Facebook page, but this is being offered to everybody who's Disney Plus subscriber and is actually going to Disney on Disney Plus Day. Um, unfortunately. My brother and I are going the, the day after, so we're not going to be able to get in early or get all those Disney Plus treats, um, which is okay. We went for the 50th anniversary, so we're cool. Um, after Disney Plus Day, the AR experience will be available to anyone who's going to pay that $15 for Genie Plus. So I guess it's free. For Disney Plus Day, and then it's got a fifteen dollar price tag attached to it. So, um, I believe that's it. Oh, as we know, Disney Plus Day is on Friday, the twelfth of November, and there will be a special devoted to the legacy and history of Boba Fett. Now, I'm not entirely sure what is going to be in the special. There are hopes that a second trailer or some behind-the-scenes footage will be available. Um, I dearly hope so. On top of that, there are some rumors going around that we're supposed to get some footage from the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which is hinted to debut sometime in May of 2022. And that seems likely, given the fact that they've been wrapped up with production for a while. 
And on top of that, there's supposed to be some sort of first look at Andor, the Cassian Andor series, um, as that's been in production for even longer. It, there was a first look last year that had like Diego Luna talking about it, um, but nothing since. What are your What are your thoughts on this, my friend? I uh, I haven't heard much about Andor. I'm excited to see what they plan on doing with it. Honestly, it's it's a saboteur a saboteur kind of series. Yeah, it's a twelve it's twelve episodes. I know that. Like a kind of heist kind of thing. Yeah. Uh huh. That'll be fun. I think that yeah. this character is a really interesting character. I'm excited mm -hmm. to see what they do with it because he's not a Skywalker and he's not a Force user and he's not uh, anything significant other than a smuggler. That's just what he was. No, what, smuggler. Uh, no, he was an assassin, wasn't he? Yeah, in your with the rebellion. Yeah. I mean, this is this is actually pretty interesting because it's more. It's like um. It's like we're going into the first season of The Mandalorian all over again. You know, we don't know what to expect. Um, do you think they are going to drop any of this footage on Friday of the um, of and you know and or Kenobi? I don't know because everything has been up in the air. Like, there's been a lot of tweet leaks, and there's been a lot of like images that have been drawn out or what mm -hmm. have you, and it it's like all over Twitter that like these things are being done and like mm -hmm. they're being shot, but like, I don't know how mm -hmm. long it'll be for them to like actually edit the thing and then right. start advertising for it. And mm. I mean, cause they're, I mean, they should be advertising more towards the book of Boba. Yeah. Since that's coming in roughly a month. Um, not that I wouldn't be excited if they dropped some of the stuff, um, I would really hope they would drop something for Rogue Squadron, but that's not even going to come out until 2023 in December. Um, we got a, a first look of it last year with the director, but no like pure footage or anything like that. So um, that's it for my news. I actually just checked to make sure there wasn't anything I was missing before we started, but no, nothing much except for just new merchandise different magic bands. I believe there's some new phone cases out that are like data pad shaped. I don't know. Some interesting stuff. Um, oh yeah, just a minor warning here for anyone who's a pass holder um, and who likes to buy all that Star Wars merch, like special merch. Um, Disney is really kind of cracking down on these people that resell stuff. Um, I actually heard a rumor today that they're considering revoking annual pass holders that do this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So just be careful, people. Uh, speaking of reselling, uh, there is a big debacle on the um, in the in the lightsaber community uh, because it has come to light that a lot of lightsaber uh, companies, quote unquote, mm -hmm. are actually just all purchasing lightsaber uh, lightsabers from like three lightsaber companies in China and marking up the price 400% and then selling them wholesale. Whoa. 
do you know any particular company that's doing this? Uh, there are more. There are. There are more. There, there are less lightsaber companies that are doing that are not doing it, and so uh, the YouTube channel Lando Sabers uh, just published the Lando Sabers Saber Decks, which is an Excel spreadsheet that's a Google spreadsheet that shows you uh, you can have uh, all of the companies that are vetted and are trusted by the community and are worth the money and and or participate in the community and are like not just not just here to make a quick buck Um, is ultra sabers on that list or no no absolutely not um they spend uh all of (laughs) their no i mean like are they are they actually building their sabers they are um and because the quality is actually pretty good as much as i you know thrash on them a bit. Their quality is quite good. I mean, my Guardian Hilt is quite a pretty piece. And it's a bit I, heavy for me. I don't know why I even bought the Guardian. And um, and for the price, uh, like, my thing with Ultra Sabers is that they're overpriced for what you get. Yeah. I mean, if you just get, like, a normal Saber with sound for, like, 150 bucks, you get what you paid for. You get your light, you get your sound, you get your flash on flash. Um, even if you just pay for a saber with premium sound, you still get what you pay for. Because I st- and there, are, can- there are a number of companies that, oh, like now that the silicone is starting to come back and we can, yeah. there are more computers that have, that you can fit in stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, they. I'm just. It's, I'm just saying for the yeah. I'm just saying for the people that don't want to go crazy with like the colors and sounds and whatnot, which that was not my intention in the beginning when I first bought some of these sabers. I wanted just to use it to beat somebody around with yeah. to you know duel. But you know, they do work. They do work. And well, now there it. are companies that make lightsabers <laughs> that do more, uh, that are cheaper. Yes. Yes, and the technology is a lot better than what you get with Ultra Stapers or any kind of low company. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think that might be it. Yeah. yeah um, I think let's we can hop into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, quick question. Did you check? I just checked the email. There wasn't any questions emailed to us? No? Nope. Uh, okay. I made sure I get notifications when that happens. Yeah, same here. But I double check because my phone, it'll hold the notification for like eight hours sometimes, which is really weird. Yeah, that's strange. Um, unless, unless my phone is open, then I won't know that I get an email until after I unlock my phone and go into my email and whatnot. Technology, people, technology. But yeah, let's, uh, let's hop into Jedi Knight Part 1. I have first impression several questions. First off, yeah, way. Oh boy. So like the big sticking point is that like they're they find a ship. They find a well, star destroyer. I mean like Wait. You're jumping ahead here, aren't you? Yeah. Because like after like 
none of that made sense, and then none of no, the rest of it, it made doesn't, sense. It was just filler. It was just filler, just to get everybody in the room together to, to talk. Oh, then that was stupid. That made no sense to me. <laughs> they made it like well, it, they made it sound like it was going to be a really big deal, and then turns out it's not. But no, like, no, it really isn't. I have issues with Jedi Knight as a whole. Um, I actually have issues with a lot of ending, a lot of ending episodes of any type of film or show or radio drama. There's only a few like media that have like multiple parts out there that I don't have issues with. Um, obviously, the end of the prequel trilogy in the in the original trilogy, I have no issue with. Um, just to jump the subjects for one moment, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, um, I have no issue with. But some of these radio dramas, I got issues with because they, you could tell they're clearly not taking their time when they get closer to to the end of this type of stuff because they want to rush through it. Yeah. Do you, did you get this kind of sense with Jedi Knight? I just Knight? feel like it didn't have a point. <laughs> like, yeah. it's and, the, and, and, like, from the beginning, like, nothing mm-hmm. changed. Like, we knew, mm-hmm. like, we already knew, like, the plot point is the same plot point from the beginning. There's no, mm-hmm. s- there's no B-plot. No, really, I don't, there's really not a B-plot with this episode and the next episode. Actually, I'm not even sure where you ended with part one. Um, uh, the end of part one was uh, they made it successfully um, onto the planet. Okay, and they're about to meet some people. Yeah, so like we okay. hired a guy that yeah. they, they were supposed to sound like, yeah, let's just start from the beginning. So Yeah, so we start off with one of the people that arrived on... Oh, let me back up. Uh, we have three... I think it's three years that passed between Dark Forces and here. I think it's three years. Man, that baffles that me. I mean, what... No, what, I think it's one year. Because sure? they said it was eight years. It's been eight years since they sent him... Since they dropped him off... Right, but it's been five years since the fall of the Empire. No, no. I'm confused. They don't make this timeline too clear. I mean, sometimes it's clear, sometimes it's not clear. Because I was just about to say, what has Jarek been doing for three years? Yeah, he should be making a beeline. Yeah, okay. So, regardless of whether it's been one year, three years... Let's just say eight years after the Battle of Yavin, okay? Because that's the number I've been hearing a lot of. Um, so we meet one of the people that arrived on Rusan when Morgan Katarin brought the group from Sullen. And what's his name? I don't know. He was his that memorable Gr- to me. His name is Grawley. Griff Grawley. Griff Grawley. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like well, a southern. I can tell you right now, this was the least memorable acting. This yeah. this whole this radio drama has the least memorable acting. Yeah. Because they maybe they I maybe take... I remember the name because I've I own the series and I've heard it 
at least a dozen times. Uh, it's just even though I hate, even though the parts that I really hate listening to, I still listen to it because it's just something I can just fall asleep to. Uh, but no, yeah, this guy, Riff Brawley, uh, he's doing the farm work, cattle work, whatever. Um, and he spots a probe droid. And, and he announces everything he's doing because the, yeah, to his wife. To his Carol. wife on the radio as if she is yeah. listening to a radio play. Yeah. St- it's, <laughs> uh, this is the laziest um, writing we've had so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the quality is still pretty good though. I don't the, think they've messed with the quality. Uh, the audio quality is really good. The yeah. the sound effects are really good. The just the acting is kind of twitchy. <laughs> so he captures this well, he destroys the probe droid. And then do we go right to the cantina or do we go to this uh, Oh yeah, we go we go to a can we go to a cantina. The smuggler's rest. This is the smuggler's rest. Because I've heard smuggler's moon. I've heard Rimmer's rest. Rimmer! <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, I'm gonna call you that from now on. <laughs> um, and now we have the smuggler's rest with a mayor who is probably I'm gonna take a guess and say that he's just like a squat. <laughs> to me, he sounded mousy. Yeah, like a like, like, like an oily biz, like a slicked up car salesman businessman. So, like a Peter Pettigrew slash... Yeah. If Peter Pettigrew sold cars. Um, (laughs) I always assumed he was a bit squat. Like, you know, high-pitched voice. You can't come in here and shoot the place up. Now, you can't come in here and shoot this place up. There's nothing to worry about here. So, this guy that runs his speeder into a probe droid brings the pro- being brings part of the probe droid back I like like throws it down and this guy goes that's probably not it <laughs> well he reads out the uh the id in like a sing songy way that kind of reminds me of peeves the poltergeist from harry potter well i didn't listen to the radio drama of that but i i i like Huh? I've heard There's that that's really drama. good. Uh, like, not the audiobook. Oh. So I don't know uh-huh. what Peeve sounded like in your head. Oh, well, he was into computer games, too. Oh, true. I need to get those. Yeah. Just get the audiobook, dude. Say no more. Okay. Um. Yeah, so the, uh, Mayor Devo, he doesn't really listen to Griff. Um... Now I'm I'm going off kilter here because I haven't listened to this in a couple weeks. And the acting is so not memorable. So it's just like bits and pieces are jumping out of me. So uh after after the totally memorable character one is like, <laughs> we gotta go. And the mayor's like, No, we don't. And he's like, Well, I'm getting out of here. And it cuts over to Jarek and uh, Femme Fatale. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Asaris. Asaris. Uh, Asaris. Uh, she's like, I think we should blow up the whole planet. And Jarek's like, what are you no. doing? 
That's a dumb decision. <laughs> we need information yeah. from them. Oh, good idea, master. That's that's not how she sounds, but that's how they yeah. wrote her. Yeah, they. She sounds like a, like a sycophant. You know, she legitimately sounds like freaking um, uh, so warm tongue. Warm tongue. Oh, from those rings. Yeah, that's that's how they wrote her. That's funny. Because like she's like, oh, I'm so dark and mysterious and evil. And, like <laughs> nobody's scared of you. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> no one is scared of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's. That's the kind of villain she is. She'll talk a big game. She might cut somebody. But, yeah. like, in the end, she's not the big bad. She was never going to be. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so we've got... So, Jarek sends Saurus and uh, the Twi'lek. No, Bok. Uh, uh, one memorable <laughs> one, one and memorable two. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the Twi'lek. Uh, so whichever one, the Twi'lek is the one that goes. I can smell their fear, and uh, all the all the rest of them are like, "Whoa, chill out, okay, man." Then, okay, yeah. Then it's probably Boxton. I don't know what species he is. Probably human. Oh, he didn't sound human. So. So they go down. So they go down and they interrogate the mayor. And they leave without causing harm. Yeah. And they, and... Co- they come back to Jarek and they're like, yo, dude, we didn't <laughs> like, they don't know. They don't know that it's there. Anything. And they're like, and, and he's like, exactly yeah. as I thought, as, as exactly as I thought. And you're like, and well, if like, you thought it, why did you, why did you send them? Right. Well, and then Cyrus is like, yeah, okay, we'll attack tomorrow. Yep. Oh, no, that was before. Sorry. See, this is how unmemorable this episode is. Um, Don't you? Isn't it nice that you have us to vet this for you? (laughs) Yeah, because that way you don't have to waste five hours of your time on Audible or whenever you listening to voice you use. I don't know. Um, Who knows? There might be a good many people out there that love this audio drama. So. All right. Um. Yeah. So they essentially they attack the base. Yep. They destroy the base. They, and they do a heck the, of a time. The, doing oh, it. the mayor. The mayor comes out. I was like, wait, please. And Saris is like, as, as a politician, I thought you, uh, I thought what? you would know what lie when you heard one. Political yeah. commentary. <laughs> yeah. And then she kills him with a lightsaber. With the exact same yeah. lightsaber sound. The one lightsaber sound they have right, the rights to. Yeah, that's the only one. That's the um, only one. I think we can jump to your your Star Destroyer issue now. So there was a whole fight. So it cuts to uh, the where, where the heck our rebel friends are at. And <laughs> they are being attacked... By... No, they were attacking. I think they were attacking a star destroyer. Well, they were no, be- no. they were being attacked by scouter. Uh, they were being chased by um little ships, and they're like, yeah. "Well, the the big ship, mommy ships around here somewhere. We gotta where's she at?" <laughs> and 
And they're like, oh, no, we're not going to win. And then we have to get out of here. And then uh, they've somebody, uh, Han, no, not Han. Han has been sent to go in search of the big mothership to try to destroy mm-hmm. it so that they can get out of here or at least distract them enough that our big ship can get can leave. And uh, Luke and Kyle uh, both <laughs> find the the mothership and it's badly damaged and yeah. mon motha mon mothma hears this and goes oh absolutely we now have to kill all of them and so yeah. she <laughs> says stop retreating attack full force and no one questions it or says it says anything else like it's not a big deal yeah what do you think of han the actor for han i couldn't tell if it was han I couldn't it's tell what character her. they were trying to do. I didn't understand who was talking when. The acting was so phoned in, it was bad. I don't... I mean, I I could tell it was Han. I mean, because you got Chewie right there next to him. But, uh, not till like, the third time he talked. But he well, did talk in campy one-liners. So, like, I guess that's <laughs> fair. Well, you're going to get a lot of more campy stuff if we do any more of these radio dramas. Oh boy. So these yeah. so that's what's happening. We uh we get a weird fight scene with start with the guys on the the destroyed starship that are like I want to destroy the tiny ship and they're like no, we're not going to let you do that. And he's like in order to in order to destroy destroy the tiny ships, we now have to forfeit our big ship. And he's like, "Forfeit the big ship! I want to kill the tiny ships!" And like that's that's literally he shoots somebody and is like, "I want put all of our power into destroying these two tiny ships. Never mind the other star destroyer that's starting to aim towards us." Like that was so dumb. None of that mm. made sense. That, like, literally, it was like, if I tried to write a, like, battleship, like a water, a sea battleship fight, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Well, here's my question. Who's, like, in charge of the Empire right now? I mean, it's not Jarek. Jarek is not in charge of the entire Empire. He can't be. No, he's not. He's got other things to do. So my question is, who's actually in charge of the empire? Uh, canonically, right now, isn't it Vis the Chiss? Uh, who's Thrawn? Yeah, isn't he the? Isn't the Chiss doing it? <sighs> isn't that what happens <sighs> next? Yes, but I don't know if anyone's aware that Thrawn is in charge. I don't think these guys know that Thrawn's in charge because I think Thrawn is still in the unknown regions. Oh. Um I think it might be some other warlord that got killed almost very quickly. I don't know. Your the Empire is as good as the Empire has gone through so many different warlords and dark lords and whatnot. So I don't know. They just they just become really scattered after Thrawn. <laughs> they, just, the, they just turned into the city the of Thebes from, from Hercules. <laughs> yeah, was this I mean, warlord before or after the uh, the earthquake? I mean, oh, definitely I, I after think, the earthquake. 
I mean, I think that's why they came up with the Yu Zhang Wang eventually, because they were tired of writing about the Empire. Because George had forbidden them to write anything before, I mean, anything that's episode one, two, three related. Yeah, because it hadn't come out yet. Yeah. And uh, the first book of the new Jedi Order series didn't come out until 1999. So not only did we have the Phantom Menace dropping that year, but we also had a brand new alien species to learn about. Um, But we're going to get away from this if we keep talking, or me, rather. But, yeah. So, Bad Imperial Judgment. So, so Bad Imperial Judgment turns into... Uh, complete and outright success for the good old Rebels. boys of the Rebels. So that happens, and it goes from being a really tense situation to, oh no, the Imperials are stupid. Now we have two Star Destroyers. And and then, without explaining itself, it cuts over to some jail somewhere and there's a guy talking about how he's going to get the <laughs> heck out of here. Well, no, they do talk about a plan that they uh, they, they come up with in the, um, on the Star Destroyer. Oh, I thought they didn't say it. Well, they well, didn't say what what his part was going to be. No, no, Bon Lachma. Well. My uh, Mom Mothman was not really a big fan of the plan. I don't think she's a fan of any of Kyle's plans. No, she's not. Um, I know. Why is my phone yakking? I don't know. Um, oh, well, you can't hear it. So, um, yeah, and Han tries to jump in and join the fun, but uh, Leia says no. And he has, like, 16 one-liners that yeah. they, like, half-heartedly laugh at. It's yeah. bad. And it's Luke's- bad in universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- Luke's bad, too, kind of. Uh, I mean, he doesn't do much more talking than Han does. But, no, I think Leia must be pregnant at this time with her twins. Or at least close to it. So And, like... I don't know what the plan is with all of that, honestly. Like, I don't... Well, like, what... What even is any of that? Hear me out. What do you mean? So, like... Why are they setting her... Like, she... This is all a part of old canon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So, like... Why, so, like, all of this is a lead-up to the rest of canon, but, like, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like these are cameos that have virtually nothing to do with Kyle Katarn, but we're going to talk about them for a long time, which is fine, I guess. Well, I mean... I mean, I guess this really drama could do without the cameos. But at the same time, I feel like they were needed. Say more. 
well, I mean, Kyle does become part of Luke's Academy. Eventually. He does? Uh, I don't feel no. like Luke is a part of this. No. At I, all. And I'll just tell you right now that Luke doesn't even go. I mean, you get, I mean, you already you already know that he didn't go with Kyle to Rusan. Yeah. Um. So no, I I don't know. I really don't know. I think the only answer I can give you is because um is that you know back in these early days with these radio dramas and stuff like that, um, there were many different offers, and each of them contributed. A piece to what was the canon, but I don't think they all were coordinated. Not until later. That's fair. It's not until you get to the New Jedi Order and beyond. The last, let's see, eighteen, like forty some odd books in the in the old canon that all events were connected. Ah, okay. Um. So any of these radio dramas. I think they're a form of canon, but I'm I I, I want to go ahead and say safely that they are a separate canon from the old canon. Okay. Does that make sense here? Yeah. Because you can see, I mean, look, I mean, look at what they did with the Death Star plans in Soldier for the Empire. Yeah. No, they they didn't run that by Lucas, or maybe they did. I mean, I don't think Lucas had anything to to say about a lot of this. Junk. I mean, I think Lucas could veto certain things, but I think Lucas just let them run with it. Uh, Timothy Zahn, that wrote the Heirs of the Empire and uh, Dark Force Rising, the Thrawn trilogy. Right. I I think that's considered the start of the old canon. Yeah. So I think you're anything right. that's from anything that's from like nine AB up to forty five AB is considered old canon after episode six, and maybe just a few handful, maybe just a handful of other books that are set kind of before or after. Um, I know the pre the books that came before in in between the prequels were a lot more. Focused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're we're getting so we're, like we're, we're, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to say like all of this was no. like not. I don't feel like that this radio play was specifically executed very well, and no. because of that, I'm questioning its existence as a whole. So you like, mean, like the whole entire trilogy. No, I mean like this episode feels like. It makes me want to read the book because surely this is not how the book plays out. There is no book. I'm pretty sure that it's a book series, isn't it? No. Mm -mm. What? No, it was based off of a maybe a comic book and the the computer games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely. Oh, I've already put those games on my wish list. Um, oh, they wow. are okay. They look real old. <laughs> Are you going to be able to play them? Do you have the, the sufficient technology? <laughs> Do I have the sufficient technology? Uh, TI-82 <laughs> is more than sufficient. Um, all right, all right. It's bad. Uh, all right. I mean, it's probably fine. 
Um, so right. we fucking bolts. <laughs> so that makes sense to me now. Then, like, what I have, yeah. what I have a problem with is that, like, if you cut out all of that, and our boy still goes to Rusan. It, it, then he mm-hmm. he just gets to Rusan. Like I don't. I get that you probably have to go through a blockade now. Now that Zarek definitely got there before he did. But like, did we really? <laughs> if this was a book, what you call him? What's his name? Zarek. <laughs> oh, have you seen a picture of this man? No. Uh. I kept thinking that this is like a slimy, like Severus Snape-looking guy. No! Jarek is a chubby, bald, white guy. And like, the thing that they the thing that they say is a blindfold is like a shoelace. (laughs) Like... You're making me... This is is hilarious. This is Um, real life. We were like, somebody was like, you know what this needs? This needs a radio drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my goodness. Well, no, yeah. Um, so they said you get this guy. I forgot his name. Um, He's not important. He Obata. shows up here. He gets him on the planet, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, his name was Obata. Um, I, I think he was trying. I think they were trying to go for a Han Solo-ish kind of fellow. Except they get you know, a literal foul this, you know this is this is a knockoff of the way they uh, Luke and Leia and Han stuck on to Indoor. Oh, you know you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not happy about that, but you know. <laughs> well, you know, what else are they supposed to do? That's fair. So they sneak onto the planet with the new pilot that like we spent an equivalent of two chapters in a mo- in, in, in a book learning about only for him to be like left at the ship and we never hear about him again. No, we so, don't. So th- completely pointless in my, dis- in, yeah. in my opinion. The, well, I mean, there's no need for him to be there because they brought the moldy crow. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we then have this moment of uh, we're on, we're on the planet, and everything is gonna go swell. And then it cuts. That's where the end of that's where the end of part one is. Well, we cut after Kyle runs into some old friends from Sullen. Oh right. They so do- he meets up with Mister Griff Crowley and yeah. his wife and other and, people that are not memorable. Yeah, but apparently we're and on it, their planet. Yeah, mostly other people that are. Not named except for one annoying fellow named Party. <laughs> Who names our kid Party? That's his name. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! I just I thought I was yeah. having a stroke. I thought I was having no. a stroke because he was talking to the party, like it was a thing, like the no. adventuring no. party. No, party. Party was the guy that took the saber. He's like, "Why did you come and take it?" Oh my huh? god! Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess they tried to go with uh what was uh what was Luke's friend's name in the radio drama? Um we had several. We had Deke No, the Windy, silly named one. Uh 
<laughs> was it Wendy? I think it was Wendy. They I were mean, like, all right, how do we make it weirder than Wendy? Uh, well, it was Fixer and Cammy. Yeah. And then, of course, there was Biggs. <laughs> oh, my I don't goodness. know. I mean... <laughs> You know, I'm I'm actually hoping that there's some uh, some trailers that drop on Friday because we need to talk about something else um, aside from um, this radio drama. Now, part two. Did you listen to part two yet? Nope, not yet. Okay. And okay. We, and well, we will discuss it next time. Yeah, uh, so is, make sure to tune in yeah. unless it's uh, after Disney Day. Disney Plus Day, in which case yeah, we will have more we'll juicy promos and trailer drops. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352, and our Instagram and Twitter are also at SU352Podcast. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening apps because that will be the only way that we can talk to the algorithms inside your algorithms. Peyton, what is our email address? That would be special unit at well, <laughs> sorry, special unit three five two at gmail.com. I'm that tired today, people. <laughs> We're all that tired. <laughs> New shoes. <laughs> New toys. Woohoo! <laughs> so uh, we look forward to talking with you guys next week. And as Peyton always says, may the force be with you. <laughs>